tag, you're it. Oh, no. Saddle up the pony. Called the Carolina Outdoors. Bill Barty right here. Wes Lawson right over there. Wes, where last we uh, last we tuned in to the Carolina Outdoors, before Sam R. Johnson came on and told us about the Blue Ridge Parkway and Bullhead Creek, and before Rob Gallagher took us straight down the fairway, 300-yard drive, uh, we were talking about a drive to the coast. Yeah. And we were talking about, uh, well, traffic. It was really a traffic report on getting to the coast, not being afraid to get off that interstate and do the back roads if you have options, especially now that the months are warming up and people are starting to head to uh, many of the uh, Carolina beaches that we are proud to have here in both Carolinas. But you went down there and played a little game of tag. Yeah. Will you tell us about uh, uh, tagging at the coast? Yes, yeah, so uh, South Carolina is actually was the first state on the East Coast to begin to tag fish. So their marine game fish tagging program began in 1974. And since then, they have tagged and released over 175,000 fish. So, so who are the participants in this? This is not wildlife officers and biologists. Right. This is uh, the recreational angler, really, right? Yeah, so they've you know over 4,000 participants, Ooh. recreational anglers, charter boat captains, head boat captains, commercial fishermen, have all been part of tagging and releasing game fish. So it's been over 149 different species in the last 45 years. Now, of the 175,000 fish that have been tagged and released, about 18,000 have been reported as being tagged and recaptured, which, so, you know, in, in our case, my soon-to-be 11-year-old son caught a tagged redfish on Monday, just north of Allendale, and it was a dart tag, which sticks out, it looks like a, like a fat toothpick or, or a really skinny straw right near the dorsal fin. You pull it almost all the way out, and there's a, a number on there usually two letters and four or five numbers, and you go to the South Carolina DNR website and you can report the, the collection of this fish. You give it the measurements. Um, we knew we were onto something because Christian Cooley, our, our captain and guide for two days, was really excited about this. So we were taking pictures of the fish and of the tag and measuring and all this kind of stuff. Um, and I didn't realize just how uncommon it is. You know, 17,000, 18,000 reported as being recaptured of 175,000. Now, half of those reported as being recaptured are redfish, and that's what this was. It was a 22-and-a-half-inch redfish. And that's the state fish, the state coastal fish of South Carolina is that redfish. Mm-hmm. It might be the same for North Carolina. Probably so. It ought to be. I mean, they're they're almost ubiquitous now. You know, that's not always been the case. Uh, they've been at different different um, levels of... of uh, Health, I guess we would say, you know, for lack of a better term. We had a great time down there, though. I mean, we caught a bunch of redfish. Speckled trout uh, were kind of popping in periodically as well. None none of the big bulls just yet, uh, but some really respectable 22s to 26-inch, probably 7-, 8-pound fish. A lot of fun to catch on the fly rod. Now, did, did y'all talk about the slot limit for those redfish? Because you, you – um, do you tag all the redfish that you catch? or so we No, so we didn't do any of the actual tagging. Just uh, you just celebrated catching the just tag. Catch, yeah catching one which uh, I had never done before. My brother may have. He's a little well. He's a lot more avid angler than I am. 
Um, but, you know, we kind of spoiled a 10-year-old because he was the one who, who brought it to the boat. Now, it, so they started the tagging program back in the 70s. They uh, brought in the uh, saltwater licenses in the 90s and uh, kind of uh, uh, the two merged together. Yeah. So uh, uh, people with a saltwater license and then the tagging programs going on as well. All of that was done in regards to the tagging for research purposes, right? Yeah. yeah. So they, your son will get a, a breakdown of that fish. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll get something in the mail pretty soon, including his uh, t-shirt. Whoa! Uh, yeah, th- that he's part of the tagging program, but also yeah, the where this fish was first tagged, at what size was that fish when it was tagged, all this kind of stuff, and then that's updated with the information that we provided on that uh, Monday on the website. So it's pretty cool. It's a, it's a great way to be interactive with. With our estuaries, with our, our natural resources, uh, and I think that in this case, you know, the South Carolina Department of Natural Resources has done a good job with the program. Uh, it's a big deal to be a part of that and to, to you know, be on that team DNR. You see those stickers and visors and hats every now and then. So it's a fun thing to kind of be supportive of and, and to interact with. Well, and especially for uh, the youth, so much of this is, of course, research, but also educational. Yeah. And not just for kids being educated. That's part of the charge here on the Carolina Outdoors is uh, is educating people. We talk about trout fishing in different designations. It's uh, it's not maddening, but it's uh, we learn it every day at Jesse Brown's that a lot of people don't know the designation for where they're fishing, that there are different things such as wild trout waters versus hatchery-supported waters versus delayed harvest waters. Same goes at the coast, too. So there's uh, some education happening as well. Yeah, and you know, there's a lot of information there. It just takes a matter of a few minutes before you head out onto the water to know what you're getting into so you can play along safely and appropriately and also to help protect these these fisheries so we can keep enjoying these over the next generations well and it sounded like the fishery you were at was pretty uh spot on because the fishing was fine fishing was good you know we saw a couple bald eagles early on tuesday morning which was fun before sunrise to see that flying overhead and then start landing some some speckled trout and some redfish it's a pretty hard way to 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 spend your time, you know? That's right. Well, that's what we hope to do here is talk about good trips just like that one, hopefully encouraging you, the listener, to get out there and enjoy a little bit of our Carolina outdoors. Hey, I'd like to thank Rob Gallagher for joining us, as well as Sam Johnson. You can find Rob over at Club Champion in the Sharon Corners Shopping Center here in Charlotte. Sam Johnson, we have his book at Jesse Brown's Fly Fishing the Blue Ridge Parkway for West Lawson. And TJ, the DJ Boggs, this is Bill Barty saying, make the Carolina outdoors better than you found them. Pick up your trash. <laughs>